Welcome, everybody, to Great Lakes Backcountry, the podcast. It's good to be with you. It's been a few weeks, but here we are. We have been busy preparing for the upcoming salmon season. Also, we've been involved with a few events that we will bring to you here in the near future, things that we've been doing. And we did have our event where we picked up trash along the shoreline to help clean up the Great Lakes beaches. But here we are. We're excited to be back, and we have a great episode for you today. We have Derek from Full Draw Assassins. They are a group of individuals around the Great Lakes region that love to hunt turkey, deer, you name it. They love to hunt it. They film their hunts. They have some exciting things going on that they're going to share with us in this episode. So we're excited to bring it to you. But before we get into it, we have to thank our sponsors, McGee Insurance Group, Renegade Products USA, Ludington Yacht Sales, and West Shore Bank. Without them, we could not do what we have been doing. So a big shout out to them for allowing us to do all these great events along with the podcast that we've been involved with here on the Great Lakes. But let's get into this week's episode, Derek with Full Draw Assassins. Hey, Derek, thanks for being with us today. How are you? Good. How you doing? Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, I understand Kyle couldn't be with us tonight, but we're happy that you're with us. And we're going to talk bow hunting around the Great Lakes region and specifically Ohio, because that's where you guys are out of, correct? Uh, I'm from Ohio. Kyle's from Indiana. Yep. Our two other team members are from Ohio as well. Okay, great. Where in Indiana is, is he from? Um, oh, man, I should probably know that, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm near – he's about – Two hours from Cincinnati, Ohio, so he's not too far into Indiana. Okay. Um, Ohio is, you know, well known for, you know, I, I don't know if I'd say like the amount of deer, but the quality of deer that you guys take down there in yeah. Ohio. And so before we get into that, uh, why don't you just tell me about your organization, Full Draw Assassins out of Ohio and... Um, how it kind of came to be and kind of what you yeah. guys are working on right now. Well, it's actually funny you say Ohio, man. Um, I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm from Philly. Okay. And uh, that's how I grew up there. I just moved to Ohio this past year. Um, I hunted in Ohio a lot. Uh, we hunted back in Philly and uh, just the quality of deer back home wasn't really what I wanted anymore. I was just you know, you could do everything you can to manage those deer. They just, it's just something in the minerals, man. They wouldn't just, they'd hit a peak age and they wouldn't, they wouldn't grow past that. So we started hunting in Ohio, driving six hours a couple times a year to go hunting. And then, um, uh, I just said, Hey man, I'm going to move out there. <laughs> so I moved out there in January. Um, I haven't had a deer season out here as a resident yet. Um, but I'm super stoked about it. You know, two of our team members, Tyler and Colt, they're born and raised in Ohio up by Cleveland and they shoot some absolute studs, man. Like deer that I would never dream of seeing back home where I'm originally from. But just seeing deer driving around in velvet right now, it's just something I'm not used to seeing. It's like Jurassic Park. I tell all my friends back home, it's crazy. Right. So when you were coming up to hunt Ohio, were you leasing land or did you know people that had property or how'd that work? So we were we were hunting public land. We came out here in March um, last year for the um, – 
for scouting for this year during like the peak of COVID, man. It um, it kind of kept us in the woods because nothing was open. So we couldn't go out to restaurants. We couldn't do anything. It was last March or the yeah. two years ago. And um, we found some public land and then we came out here in August one more time to scout one last time. We actually met someone through our social media, um, Justin, and he reached out to us and was like, hey, he said, I got some good spots. You guys can hunt uh, some public land spots that I know of because he's a uh, he works on oil rigs out there. So he knows some hidden gems out there just from going out to these spots. And we came out here in October, late October. We hunted, we hunted hard. And in the last four days, we hadn't get it done. And he was like, hey, he's like, my dad has a lease. Um, he said, you guys come hunt that the last five days of your trip. So we were able to get onto private land. And the first 10 minutes, so we pulled in. Um, you could bait in Ohio. That's something I'm not used to back in Pennsylvania. We couldn't bait. So I was like, all right, we got private. You can't bait on public land in Ohio. So we're like, all right, we're on private land now. Let's go to Rural King, get some corn, because I'm not messing around. We just spent $300 on out-of-state license. And um, threw some corn out. Didn't really do much. I hung my tree stand. There, I see them in the distance driving the quad to drop my buddy Kenny off and him to go to his stand. This big 150-inch deer comes out at 10 yards. I, I thought I smoked them, hit them a little high. Um, I didn't even have the camera rolling because it happened so damn quick. I thought the camera was on, and it was just that quick. I literally was in a stand at this new property, just hung the stand, everything, within a half hour. And that's just mm -hmm. climbing, hanging the sticks, everything, getting the bow hung up, camera set up, everything. And uh, we tracked him till whew, midnight and started the rain. He was bleeding the whole time. Um, I had a complete pass through. Um, I don't know. I, I really thought it was a dead deer. I'm, I'm pretty good at not being confident about finding dead deer. I'm normally thinking I'm more of a pessimist when it comes to that because I don't want to get too excited. Right. And I was pretty optimistic about this deer being dead. So uh, I was just unfortunate we weren't able to find him. Um, I don't think he lived. I mean, the way I shot him, I definitely hit some long, but that really got me hooked. Like that was the, I wasn't, li I wasn't planning on moving out here at this time. And this was last October. I moved here in January. So that really lit a fire under my ass to be like, I'm not doing that again. I'm going to live out there permanently and have that opportunity every weekend I can out there. Okay. So how did full draw assassins come about? Oh yeah. Um, so my buddy, Kenny, you're talking, uh, I was talking about, so back home in Philadelphia, he, he wasn't much of a hunter growing up. Um, and I was, and we played baseball together as kids and, um, I was always hunting. And then I came home from a hunting trip one time. I think we were like 18. Uh, we're, I'm 28 now. And I was like, Hey man, I said, I'm probably going to get fired from my job. Cause I said, I'm taking off for two weeks for bow hunting. You know, I was young and dumb, lived at the mom and dad didn't care. Right. And, uh, he's like, well, he's like, I can get you a job. Cause he was a foreman at a construction company. He's like, you just gotta take me hunting. And I was like, all right. And then we started hunting together on public land and he knew someone who got us a little 40 acre lease and uh, we hunted together. And I said, Hey, I want to start filming hunts. You know, it'd be pretty cool. Just, it was honestly to where we're at now, like just sitting here talking to someone about it's crazy. Cause it was just a bunch of two, two buddies that just like to hunt and have fun and mess around and not be too serious. And then it just got way too serious. Like I just fell in love with the filming and editing aspect of it that, I'd rather film someone else than hunt at this point. That's how like exciting it is to me. And um, he's still a vital member, you know, but he's not like a face anymore. You know, he has a lot going on in his life and, you know, being six hours away from me, it's tough for him to be, be able to motivate him to get behind a camera. He's still my best bud. Um, I don't want people to think that at all. But then um, I met Kyle um, through Instagram years ago. 
um, and we just talked back and forth like, oh, man, you take great pictures and all that stuff. And then me and Kenny were looking on brain on another guy to take some of the load off me because I was doing everything with the photos and videos. And then um, I asked Kyle and he was like, oh, man, he's like, I like your stuff. He's like, yeah, I'm on board. Now I've met Kyle in person four times and we talk on the phone seven days a week, 365, just planning and doing stuff. And every time we see each other, it's like, you know, we're not far apart at all. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but where we are now is just, it's just, I, I didn't think I'd be sitting here in Ohio talking about hunting. Like it's, it was just meant to be something fun. Good. That's all it was. We started the social media page because back in Philly, none of our other friends hunted, you know, it's not a big hunting area. So we didn't want to keep putting our hunting pictures on our personal social medias because no one gave a sh- crap about it, you know? So um, we started full draw assassins and the name was just, it's just ironic. It's not like, there's no sentimental value to it at all. It just sounded cool. And we're like, we're just going to run with it at this point. You know, it's who we are. So it is what it is. It's a, it's a catchy name because I, I think my cousins came across your guys' social media brought it to my attention and then you know i started following and that's when i was like hey i'd love to have these guys on the podcast yeah Um, it's a cool name you know we like what you're doing why don't you tell everybody real quick where they can watch some of your videos well this is uh youtube for now but um we just we just signed on with uh carbon tv so if you you guys want to download carbon tv we're now on a streaming app um you can watch it from home on your phone fire stick and that's a big step for us. That's that's new. That just happened. Um, you're the first person I'm talking to publicly about it. Okay. Um, we're pretty excited about that. You can download an app, Carbon TV. Carbon TV. It's like uh, like an Amazon Prime yeah. or something. It's a streaming app, and um, it's pretty cool. Um, how they, they don't they don't have production dates. They don't. They're not holding us to any set dates of production. We can upload as we want upload as we can they give us feedback and insights about who's watching and when people are watching it just everything lined up good for us because youtube we mean we put our videos out on youtube but we don't i mean we could put a lot more than we do put out now but i just i'm more quality over quantity i know people will argue that right say you know you just got to keep flushing it and flushing it people will eventually see it but i'd rather just put a lot of work into three videos than just do half-ass work into 10 videos yeah i agree yeah We'll have to get you up here to film some of our fishing. Our yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get into it. The fishing's cool, man. It seems hard to film. It really does. Yeah. You have to have a GoPro going all the time on the rods. Yeah. So it, yeah you never know. Yeah, yeah. You get that shot. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have some people in Michigan that have do um, some filming and stuff. There's one kid. His name's Chris B. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, I know Chris B. I know Crispy. I'm, I'm, so I'm originally from Philly. So I used to go to Lancaster Archery Supply all the time. Okay. And he, he was there all the time. So I, yeah, I know, I know yeah. exactly who he is. I watched. I know he's very good. He's getting quite a big following with a lot of his filming and things he's doing now too. So, no, I think that's great. And you know, we're gonna push your stuff up here in Michigan and Northern Michigan um, to do it. Hey, we hunt Michigan too. I mean. Kyle just shot two turkeys, and or he shot a turkey. His buddy shot another one up in Michigan just three weeks ago. Oh, do you know what part? Um, ah, crap. No, it's, I think Southern Michigan. I want to say okay. Southern Michigan. Yeah. And then he went fishing up there a week later in St. Clairsville for smallies. So you can see that on our page. He he did some videos. So there's probably gonna be an episode about that coming out soon. But nice. Yeah, he he loves Michigan. I've never been there. Um, he turkey hunts there every year, and he always he's killed every time. 
Okay, that's great. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do we'll talk off the podcast and see what you know things we can align with and stuff. But yeah, going forward. Uh, what kind of is your what are you working on right now? What property are you going to be hunting this year? Are you uh, working on it? Kind of what's on on your plate right now as far as deer hunting is concerned? Well, for me, um, it's changed a lot. You know, I came out here. I didn't when I first moved out here. I didn't know our team members, Colton Tyler. So I came out here all the intentions of hunting public land. I've done since I moved out here in January. I've been boots on the ground. But then um, me and my my new wife, uh, we just got married last week. Uh, we're buying a uh, we're buying a house about an hour west of us. It has a little four acre. Um, the guy who I bought it off of, I bought the house because his pictures on the realtor website was big hunter sixteen inch deer in his trail camera that he shot. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna buy that. And, uh, so I'll be focusing on that a little bit. I mean, it's surrounded by 200 acres. Um, I got permission from the, the neighbors to hunt there as well. So, but I'll be hunting up North, um, with Colton Tyler. They got a bunch of land up there. Um, Tyler is a farmer. So he has an in with a lot of property guys and they're looking out for me, man. They know, they know I moved out to Ohio and they always say, they're like, we don't want you to regret moving out here. Right. You know, so we want to make it worth your while, but I'll still be hunting publicly. And I like to do it all. You know, I'm not, I don't like to get too comfortable. Once I feel myself getting comfortable in an area, I, I got to settle down and know that I need to keep challenging myself. Cause once I get comfortable, I don't want to leave. And then it gets in it. That's what I was kind of doing back home. And that's what kind of lit a fire in my ass to move out here. You know, that's great. I have to test you real quick to see if you're a true Ohioan yet. Okay. Let's see. Probably so, not, but when somebody <laughs> says, Oh, Ohio, dude, I O. Yeah. Okay. So you I'm on the Buckeye Ohio. train. Yeah. <laughs> I I went to an Ohio State game before, and everybody was walking past me, going like, it's "Oh a- wait!" And I was like, "Okay." You know, I had no idea what to do, and then people were like getting on me, like, "Yeah." I forgot you're you're from Michigan. That's the big rival, isn't it? I know. I'm not a Michigan fan, though. Yeah. I uh, I never was a college football fan. I mean, I lived in Philly. And I was always a Patriots fan, but back home where I lived, we didn't have a college team that was really good. So no one really cares about college. And I moved out here. I'm like, I'm hooked already. It's only been six months and I'm already got a Ohio state hat, like debit cards, Ohio state. I'm ready to go, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, so moving forward, kind of what are you looking at as far as in the future for full draw assassins? Where, what's your vision? Can you kind of share that? Oh man, uh, it, it's changing all the time. Um, but what I like to, I don't like to think too far ahead with things. So like when me and Kenny initially started it, we try to set goals for ourselves every year, you know, in our first year was let's get a deer killed on film. Um, whether it's a doe, a buck, doesn't matter. Um, we did that, um, that spring it was, let's get a turkey killed on camera. You know, doesn't matter who it is. Bow gun, gun doesn't matter. I shot a bird with a shotgun, got that done. Um, and then this year is going to come into let's shoot a buck on camera and, you know, hopefully we'll do it. And that was the point of bringing the two other guys on too, was, um, you know, we don't get paid to do this. So I don't have the luxury to drive and hunt in Kansas, Colorado, Illinois all in one year. I can't do that. Right. So I'm down to one tag to fill. That's one episode of a buck getting killed. Right. And then Kyle is one buck in Indiana. That's two episodes. You know, it's hard, it's hard to fill a whole season especially if we're on a streaming network like Carbon to fill episodes out. So we brought those two other guys on. So now we at least got four buck tags that we can get episodes out of. And um, 
that's the goal. It's just we just every year I set goals for myself and for the team, and I said I want to accomplish this goal this year. That next year it just keeps going up and up. It just keeps getting challenging ourselves every year. I don't want to go too far. I mean, another thing we're trying to do this year is we're going to hit a lot of shows, trade shows. Um, we're going to get a table and stuff. We were going to do it this year, but um, with COVID and stuff, I didn't really want to waste our time dealing with all that nonsense. So yeah, we're going to do that in the future and just keep meeting people, man, and just keep growing. Um, there's no, there's no goal to you know quit my day job to do this, but you know everyone be lying to themselves if they didn't say that was in the back of their head, you know. But it's all just about meeting people, and you meet the right people at the right time. Good things will happen to anybody. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, just talking to you right here, I love your kind of enthusiasm for what you're doing and the attitude you have and stuff. So, I mean, I I'm gonna tell that. our audience right here. I expect in five years, full draw assassin's gonna be. Uh, you're gonna people are gonna know about it, you know. And you're starting on carbon TV now, but who's mm -hmm. to say we don't see you on the Sportsman Channel or the Pursuit? Yeah, channel, you know, five years from now. So, no, I appreciate that a lot. That means a lot hearing yeah. that from people. What, like it's I said, we'll do what we can. Um, so let's we'll get off of full draw assassins now and let's pivot to just hunting you know great lakes backcountry we like to highlight everything in the great lakes region mm -hmm. in ohio now um what do you think the state of whitetail hunting is or where it's at at this point in any state or just uh, uh, kind of like what you're familiar with there in ohio part of the great lakes region yeah well well honestly if it Pennsylvania was where I, I grew up doing a bunch of my backcountry hunting. And, yeah. you know, we hunted mountains and hills and it's hard hunting, just like Michigan. You know, Michigan's not the mega state for monster deer and neither was where I was in Pennsylvania. But um, no, I think it's in Ohio. It's just, I think it's always been good hunting out here. I just start, I'm starting to think that it's more people are starting to figure that out. And just people are starting to flood into Ohio, which is, you know, it's good and bad, you know, it's just starting to get people into the hunting game and getting in the hunt and traveling a little bit. And that's what I always told people. I mean, since I've done it now and I've, I've got up and left, it's people who live in areas where there's complaining, there's no big deer or anything, you know, there's big deer. You just got to go to them. You know, they're not going to walk to you, you know, right. it's not going to happen. But the state of deer hunting and deer, I think it's, it's really good. It's, it's on the up. Um, I just think we need to, big problem that I have with people is hunt shaming. I, I think that's going to, it's deterring a lot of people, especially out here. I mean, you can shoot a spike in Ohio legally. You can't do that in Pennsylvania. You know, right. people aren't doing it here. Right. But if someone did it, you know, hey, that's off to you, man. You're filling a freezer, dude. That's, that's all, that's all it's about for me. Yeah. And we're, we're the same, you know, when we hunt, it's, it, it's twofold, but where we hunt, um, there's a big farm next to it in the, so we do deer management, you know, yeah, yeah. Have to take does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the deer. Management. Oh, trust me. I love shooting does. Yeah. You know, and we're the, that's the way we look at it. It's like, we're doing some deer management. We're also, we're putting, you know, meat in the freezer and that's our goal. You know, it's, it's, that's what we enjoy and, and you know, get satisfaction out of, um, you know, Ohio, just some monsters come out of there. And I was just talking to a buddy who mm -hmm. hunts Iowa. And he's yeah. like, you know, 
it's just something in the the minerals in the dirt. I hear that a lot, and I I, mm-hmm. I think it's it's true. I mean, like you said, you do deer management, but I don't know what caliber deer you have there, but I'm sure it's not any different than where I was at in PA. I mean, you could do all the work you can. You could put crops down. You could do frost frost seeding, all that stuff. It's just it's genetics, and it's in what's in the minerals underneath that you have no no control over. Like Colt, right. one of our team members, he shot 170 inch deer last year, and he, he's all excited about it, but me, I wouldn't stop talking about it if I did that. that would right. be, I'd give, I'd, I'm done. Here you go. Yeah. I, I quit. I did what I wanted to do, but no, it's, it's serious. It's, it's just all where you live and stuff, man. You can't. And that like where I was, when I was hunting back home, I didn't expect to see a deer like that. Like, I, you know, I wasn't getting upset that I wasn't seeing a deer like that. It's just how it is. Yeah. And all those Midwest guys, you know, that's off to them, man. You know, they're lucky to where they live. But I don't ever want to hear them say that you could do that anywhere else. You know, it's like they're not, they're not lucky. They just worked for it. They, they did work for it, but it's a lot more pre- – it's a lot more common than it is in, you know, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Correct. stuff like that. Yeah. That's why Ohio is new for me. Yeah, the dirt's different in different states. The minerals in the dirt, it's – I am a true believer of that. You know, there's a reason Iowa year after year just produces mm-hmm. monsters. It has to be. There, there's no other reason for it. I mean, yeah. it's the same terrain. I mean, if you look at Ohio and say where I lived in Pennsylvania, if I took you to Ohio, blindfolded you and dropped you off back where I was from PA, you wouldn't know where you think you're in Ohio. It's the same terrain, same everything. Yeah. So there's no other reason behind that. Same crops, everything like that. Yeah. Yep. Where do you think the state of bow hunting is right now? I think it's good. I think it's really good. I hear a lot of people like saying otherwise, but a lot more people are bow hunting than they were say like when my dad hunted, you know, there's a lot more technology behind bows. There's a lot more social media influence on people to shoot bows. Like we are called full draw assassins, but I'll gun hunt. Like we still gun hunt. We're not anti gun hunting whatsoever. We want to fill our buck tag with our bow, but if bow season's over and you're legally allowed to use a rifle or a shotgun, I'm going to use it. You know, it's hunting. You yeah. know, I pay for my tags. No one's giving me my tags for free. I know I want to fill a tag. I want to get some meat. So, but no, bow hunting's in a really good direction. Like for me, I didn't, I'm 28. I started bow hunting when I was 20. I just gun hunted all the way up until I was 20. And then I really got into gun hunting, but I, I was always upset that I can only hunt for like a week, a year. So yeah. I was like, all right, next year, I'm going to go out and buy a bow. And I saved up. I bought a rinky dink bow from Cabela's. And that first year I shot my first buck with a bow and I was just like super hooked ever since then. And I think that's all it is. It just takes, it takes um, a lot of learning. See, I didn't learn the hard, like you should learn the hard way. I, didn't, I got lucky my first year that I was able to harvest a deer with a bow, but people need to, people need to learn how to pick a bow up and learn that it's not what you see on social media and TV shows. Like it's not easy. Bow hunting is very hard when you come down up, but guys who shoot bows don't look at it like that. Right. You know, but when you're picking up a bow for the first time and just think of the physics of it, you know, you're shooting an arrow at an animal like that's not easy work, but more people doing it is great. You know, and then the whole crossbow conversation, I'm not against, I don't use one. I'm not against it. I'll bust your balls for it. Yeah. You know, right. I have buddies that shoot, I'll bust your nuts. But um, if it keeps people in the woods, I'm all for it. 100%. Right. Yeah. I, I uh, had a guest on here. Uh, about a month ago when we talked about bow hunting, um, a guy from Michigan who has been on TV shows and filmed um, 
doing his bow hunting and stuff. And he made some good points. He's like, what people don't understand is, you know, when you watch it on TV, you can't mimic that because they're hunting prime locations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's made for TV. You mm-hmm. know, they have to get that footage for their show. Oh, that's their job. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine ever being in that situation. Maybe one day, but that's, that's to be a tough situation where like you have to kill a deer this trip or else like yeah. you're going to be pulled, you know, like that's, that's, that's to be tough. But yeah, whatever he said, bow hunting, it's, it's not, it's not easy. And it's, you learn a lot from mistakes. And the hardest thing I could say if the younger generation getting into it is I feel like if they mess up a couple of times, you're going to give up with it. And that's, that's not how it should be. You know, it takes a while. Like I didn't shoot my, I started hunting with a gun when I was six with my grandfather. I didn't shoot my first deer until I was like 16. I've shot at a lot of them, but I never gave up, you know, it was different mentality back then, Um, but it's tough, you know, and you know, more women are getting into hunting, which is fantastic. And they're bow hunting, which is also great. I mean, Chris B is a girlfriend. I, I enjoy watching her stuff. She's a really good hunter. You know, she's not like a lot of, you know, some women out there for the likes and stuff. She's really good at what she does. That's good. It's just other women will see her doing it and, you know, they'll want to do it too or reach out to her. And, um, we're going to be running, um, a big, uh, giveaway this deer season i also haven't talked about this yet but it's in the same conversation um for for the youth um we're going to give away a bow to a a mission a mission uh compound bow to a kid who sends us a picture of his harvest this year with a backstory of it and we're going to pick doesn't have to it could be 110 or 150 inch buck but if you don't have a good story about it the kid who shot the doe has a good backstory he's in a win that's how we're going to run it but that's something we're going to do to try to get the youth in there yeah, when when you get details on that, get it to us and we'll put it out as well. Sweet. Yeah, we'll do. Um, yeah, that's awesome that you're doing that and giving back. So I agree with everything you said about you know, women in hunting and the kids and the youth and not giving up. You know, I, I agree completely. So a lot of good stuff here, man. I appreciate it. Uh going forward, um Where's, can you tell us just some of your dream locations? It doesn't have to be <laughs> Great Lakes region or anything, but just what are some of your dream locations that you'd love to go hunt? Well, um, a couple of the guys, you know, Colton Tyler, they, they want to go up to Michigan and hunt. You know, they want to, they're from, they're from Ohio. So they don't know. They want to challenge themselves and go up there. I'm like, I can take you back home where I'm originally from. I'll challenge yourselves too. We'll bring, tell them to come up. We'll take them out. And the about yeah. three, four days into it, they'll be like, all right, let's go back to Ohio. Let's, let's head back home. Yeah. I, don't, I was like, I don't know why you want to do that. There's a reason I moved out here. But yeah. no, no, no. Uh, for me, it's always been Kansas. Um, it's just been a, I just love, I've never hunted like open prairies like that and just sitting on like a single tree and just trying to make sure, figuring out when that deer walks in front of that tree at a certain time. And I just can't even imagine during a rut being able to see a mile. And just seeing these bucks just chasing, just sitting. In, I don't have to shoot a deer. Yeah. Just to be able to see that would be something totally different. And I'm sure for you too, from Michigan, it's something that yeah. we're not used to seeing and stuff like that. We're used to backwoods and maybe some fields here and there, but nothing like that. That would always be a dream of mine to do that. Yeah. Um, did you put in for a Kansas tag this year? No, I put in for Iowa. Um, I'm waiting for Kansas. I want to, I, I want to, 
be ready for that one. I really want to, I think when I turn 30, I'm 28, my 30th birthday, I think I'll start giving in and make that like a little birthday gift to myself. Nice. Try to go out there. Good for you. I'm going uh, on my first ever elk hunt in Colorado this year. Oh, sweet. Public land? What's that? Public land? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And I'll get you in touch with our team member, Colt. He, okay. uh, he does really good up there on some Colorado public land. Oh, yeah. After the podcast, we could talk. I'll give you some information. Yeah, awesome. I'd love to talk to him. But, yeah, so I'm excited to see. It'll be my first time. So, Are you bow hunting or are you gun hunting? No, bow hunting. Sweet. That's awesome. So, yep, we'll see how that goes. Now, are you going to have a preference up there? Or are you going to gonna shoot, like, a smaller elk? Or just, like, what are you gonna, how are you going to think go about it? I Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Like, yeah. I, everybody's – telling me all these different things. And so, um, you know, I'm just the experience of just hunt or camping for a week. And hunting is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. On the mountains. I mean, that's, you know, a little exhilarating in itself to me because I've never done it. It's a totally different situation. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really don't know what my expectations are to be honest. (laughs) At this point. Oh, let us know, man. We're excited to hear back from you. That'd be yeah, cool, man. I will for I, sure. We want to do that. We want to do that soon too, man. Just to just like we always say, like, I don't care if I kill. I just want to do it. It'd just be right. fun. Right. Big camping trip with some bows and arrows and the boys, you know. Yep. So it'll be the first time. What uh what things other than hunting are you guys kind of into or hoping to maybe get into in, in the future? Well, I used to be a big fisherman and then uh, hunting kind of just took over my life. So I just, it's a year round thing for me. Kyle's a big fisherman. Um, but me and Kyle, um, he's really, I take I'm photography too, but Kyle's the big photographer. I do the video. Uh, me and Kyle have been talking for a while now, starting our own side thing besides full draw assassins do like production uh, work for other people, you know, not just for us. Cause we enjoy it. Like I, I really do enjoy it. And, um, that's why if you watch our turkey episodes in this year, you don't see me in them too much because I'm I'm running camera. I, I enjoy, I, I'd sacrifice me feeling a tag to make sure the film is absolutely mint and perfect. And uh, I really enjoy that. And he enjoys photography. So, yeah, we're trying we're, – we're talking about it, um, starting a production thing, me and him. And nice. He, uh, he used to for, uh, do weddings and stuff. And uh, I don't know if we're going to go that route. I don't want to do right. that. But right. – um, Something outdoors, you know, just reaching out to people, you know, we wouldn't even charge money, you know, just, just building a resume for now, you know, and that's, that's what you got to do. And it helps you build your resume, helps them. And uh, yeah, so we're trying to play an ad. It's going to be called Duck Mug Productions because he drinks out of a little coffee mug with a duck on it every day. So it's a little joke we have. Nice. Hey, come up and video some of our salmon fishing, like I said. Oh, we'll do it, man. We'll do it. That'd be fun. That'd be a good time. You know, that that's a, I wasn't, didn't even think about asking this till just listening to you, but quickly, you know, we're running out of time here, but quickly, can you give our audience, if you want to film your hunts, give them like maybe a couple must have equipment items. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand you could spend a ton of money and get the, yeah. best, the best of everything, but yeah, we, we don't, we, yeah. It, like maybe three or four items you should look at getting. And then what do you edit your soft, you know, editing software? Yeah. You use? Why don't you just explain that a little bit? Yeah. Um, 
See, we don't we don't have high end stuff. I mean, I mean, just just till recently, Kyle just bought his dream camera. You know, it's very it's pretty pricey, but he's been saving up for that for like three years. You know, we don't we don't go out and drop coin on expensive things. We save up for it. And I mean, I still use a cheaper end camera, but I it does what I have to do and it makes really good video. I mean, a lot of guys go out there, they buy all this expensive stuff and same with hunting equipment. You know, it's the guy using it. You know, if you know how to use it, it doesn't really matter. It all does kind of the same thing. But um, if you're in it for for putting it out there and you want to do what we're doing, I would suggest going to DSLR or mirrorless camera. Um, a lot of companies are switching to that now because it's just a lot more clear 4K imaging than um, video cameras. I mean, you could get 4K video cameras, but I also like taking photos. So buying a $3,000 video camera and then a $3,000 camera i'd rather just get something i could do both with and that's right. what the dslr or the mirrorless camera comes in and for deer hunting definitely um definitely a, a tree mount for your tree that's definitely a number one i'd suggest uh fourth arrow trail or uh, tree camera arms and uh, if you're doing turkey get a tripod but the number one thing i think you need if you're just starting out um you could just you can get away with getting a cheaper end camera is you need to don't cheap out on getting a gopro um, cause the GoPro will pick up everything that you can't get with your camera. You know, if it's always overhead of you and you, you're too worried about shooting a deer, you don't push the camera to the side, that GoPro is going. So it doesn't matter. And you'll get some type of vid video and then you could fill in the pieces afterwards as to why you didn't get that main shot on there. Right. But I encourage more people to film their hunts because I'm, I'm self-taught. So is Kyle. We have no training in this. It was just YouTube and just trial and error. And once you get into it and you finally film an animal getting taken it's just for me I, I don't know for everyone else but it's it's like you shot the deer but right. it's not easy yep well and i've heard it said it's like the difficulty people have to understand it's like you almost have to kill a deer twice because you have to actually i've never heard that before and that's i'm gonna steal that from you that's <laughs> i've never heard that before that's true that's 100 yeah. percent true but then you also have to do it with the camera yeah. Yeah. That's 100% true. And like the deer I shot last year, the one in Ohio I was telling you about, I don't have the footage of it because I was, I thought the camera was on. I hit the power, but I'm in a hunting in a little patch of field surrounded by thicket. This deer was 10 yards in front of me. You know, I had a dime. I just sat, just sat in a stand. I had no idea deer was even going to be in the area. I never scouted it. I had no idea. And this big deer is never seen before. is right in front of me. And I hit the button on the camera got the record it was never recording um but yeah that's just stuff that happens man you can't get can't beat yourself up about it i used to really get worried about stuff like that but at the end of the day getting hunting is what we do it for you know if i i, I try to get everything on film and 99 of the time i do right but if it's that one percent time but it's a buck of a lifetime you know damn well know it's going to be between me and that deer over that camera yeah you know yep that's great. Um, what video editing software do you use? I um I use Filmora and it's um Filmora 10. It's on the it's on the cheaper side compared to some of the stuff out there, you know, and it does the job for me. I mean, if you've watched any of our videos or anyone's watched our videos, it's pretty quality stuff compared to some of the stuff that I know guys are using. I know guys personally are using high-end editing software. Okay. You know, it all it all does the same thing. Yep. Um, it's just some things are a little the ones that are more expensive are harder to use. Yeah. Cheaper ones are a little easier to use, but if you know how to use that one that's cheaper, 
every in and out of it, you can make some really good quality stuff, you know, and that's, I've messed around with a bunch of different programs, but I'm very comfortable with what I have now. Awesome. But uh, don't just edit, edit. And I tell people this too, edit, edit to what you guys want to edit to, you know, don't, don't try to mimic anybody and don't try to, don't try to compare yourselves to people because that's what I try not to do. I mean, I take bits and pieces of stuff I grew up watching and other stuff and try to put that in our thing, but you got to stay unique to yourself or to yourself, excuse me, because people are just, oh, that's just another knockoff of that. You know, you don't, you don't want to do that. Get your own, find out your own style of filming, your own style of photography, your own um, style of editing, and you'll be all right. And the people who want to watch you will watch you. The people who you don't want to watch you won't watch it. Who cares? That's up to them. You know, you'll, over time, you'll have your followers and supporters that you want to support you come to you. That's great. That's, I mean, that's great advice, man. Um, I, we try to keep these episodes under an hour, so we'll wrap this one up. I'm definitely going to, if it's okay with you, have you back on in a couple months. Oh, that's fine. Like yeah. August, as we get close, like right before close. That'd to be a good time. Yeah, that'd be a good season, time. Yeah. And we'll talk more in depth about kind of, you know, what people can do to prepare for the upcoming season and stuff. But uh, before we go, can you just tell our audience how can they contact you if they have any questions, what channels, social media channels can they find you on, uh, yeah. all that. Yeah, so like like me and you, I'm in, we're open books, man. We don't – we'll answer anyone. We'll talk to anybody. I mean, I'll, I have people ask advice all the time. We'll – We'll spend an hour back and forth giving them advice. So you can reach us on Instagram, direct message, full draw assassins. And if you have any serious in-depth, in-depth questions, you can email us full draw assassins at yahoo.com. And I will, I will make sure I get an answer for you. If I don't know the answer, I'll get you to someone who does. Um, you can watch our episodes on YouTube, full draw assassins and coming up next month on carbon TV and not even for us. Carbon TV has some really good shows on there. You know, um, they have the shows that are on sportsman channel are also on there. And um, it's a streaming service. There's no, no edits like, like Sportsman Channel on TV. It's all raw hunting. You know, they got people who want to watch those get killed and go on there. Fishing, yeah. they have everything. So it's a cool place. I checked them out, but we'll be on there next month. So keep an eye out for us. And uh, we have Facebook too. Sorry, I always forget Facebook. Full Draw Assassins, yeah. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and being with us today. Yeah, me too. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Well, that was great. A lot of great information from Derek and Full Draw Assassins. Make sure you guys look for them on their social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram. If you have any questions, just reach out to them. They will get back to you, but they have some exciting things going on. I would not be surprised if they start blowing up here pretty quick as they just start getting bigger and bigger and do more and more things. So really excited that Derek was able to join us today. We definitely will have him back on in August as we get closer to the upcoming whitetail season. He can shed some light on things that they're doing scouting-wise and share some information that may benefit us all. So again, thanks to Derek. We will definitely be having him back on. In closing, though, let's thank our sponsors one last time. This would not be possible. All the videos, the podcasts, the events that we're involved with, we have some exciting news coming up that we're excited to share with everybody as far as things we're doing to give back to the community. So look for that here shortly. But Renegade Products USA, McGee Insurance Group, 
Ludington Yacht Sales, and West Shore Bank. We cannot thank you enough. Until next time, everyone, get out, enjoy the Great Lakes, and be safe. <laughs>